Hey, Doug. Hey, Lindsay. It's good to be back. Yeah, it is good to be back. I feel like we are we are back in the saddle. Yeah. Getting We're, it done. Getting it done. True, true. <laughs> <laughs> so in our new rhythm of things... I guess we haven't told our podcast friends about this yet, but we're going to um, have conversations with just me and you. And then we're going to have some episodes that will be conversations with a guest who some will be people that you may know, and some will be people we may not know, and we'll get to know them. <laughs> Super excited about the rhythm. Just uh, it's almost like it reminds me of that wonderful song in Sesame Street. <laughs> you know, these are, or is it, who are the people in your neighborhood? Yeah, that's right. In your neighborhood. In your neighborhood. Um, I know. Won't you be my neighbor? (laughs) Won't you be? Or we could go with straight, won't you be my neighbor? But yeah, I mean, I think really our our goal behind this is to try to say God is at work and and Mm. within our community and not just the community of Renew, but even in conversations with the people that aren't even part of our faith community who are following Jesus. And yeah, and I feel like it's just a great opportunity to highlight uh, the you know, the capital F family of God, not just renews family of God. And so, yeah, we're pretty pumped to like, just have these conversations. And we hope that, uh, our, you know, our goal is that we just want these to be encouraging conversations for people, um, give you some things to think about, give you some opportunities to, uh, you know, maybe, maybe try something or, or think through some of the ways in which you're hearing and being encouraged. And, and as always, uh, Lindsay and I would love to hear from you for ideas or people or ways that you're seeing God at work. Um, yes. we, we do not own the creativity rights on the in-between. No. We have just trademarked the name. <laughs> not even for real. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done that. In fact, someone probably has trademarked it. I and... think there is an in-between podcast that's not ours too. But hey, oh man, maybe they'll contact all of us. <laughs> <laughs> they may not think that though. Yeah, they're like, no, there's no, there's only one. There can only be one. Uh, so anyway, yeah. today though is just a conversation with Doug and I want to have on um, habits or lack thereof. Um, uh, spiritual formation and all that kind of stuff. So yeah. we're going to chat about it. <laughs> yeah. And I, and a lot of it came, the conversation that Lindsay and I had beforehand is that um, with, with COVID-19, with the way 2020 has gone so far, um, it's been a different year to <laughs> say the least. <laughs> and with that, just like, what does it look like to find home base? Like, where do we find our baseline? Um, mm-hmm. Some of us had really healthy practices and rhythms that were present in our life. And for the last six months or seven months, they've just been blown out. They haven't yeah. necessarily been present. And so, you know, what does it look like to be a healthy, thriving follower of Jesus mm-hmm. when things seem to um, hit the fan or kind of go yeah. in a wonky direction that we didn't anticipate. Yeah. I, I think for me, I, I love the idea of a habit. Um, <laughs> I, I, and I see fruit and benefits from it when I do, um, have discipline within a habit. Um, but I often, um, I don't know with, for me, I can, well, I can make an excuse. Like with little kids, my day is never the same. It's hard for me to like create a habit of like at 6 a.m. I'm going to read my Bible for a half an hour. Um, no one lets me do that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I love the idea of a habit. And I think there are seasons for habits. And I was just thinking about this the other day. Like I generally like getting up early um, for that alone time. But in the summer, I think I stay up later. So then it's harder to get up earlier 
But in the winter, I think like your body rests better when it's dark. And so with more dark hours, I think I rest better in the evening. So then it's easier for me to get up mm. early, if that makes any sense. It makes, well, <laughs> I think that, yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so I'm it's, hoping uh, moving into the winter as and a, along with children sleeping later is a is a big hope <laughs> that I will then be able to get up early and get back into that habit. Yeah. Um, but for the summer, that early morning habit has just been out the window. And I did, I was working through, I think it was Luke. It's been a while since I was even doing it, but um, JR had led a, or not even led, but just posted on Facebook about writing, actually hand copying um, a chapter at a time. I think we were going through Luke. Do you remember? <laughs> you yep. may not even know. Yep. It was Luke. <laughs> it yeah. was Luke. So I, I think I made it like halfway and I made that, um, it was less of a habit as, um, because I didn't do it at the same time every day, but it was more of something that was like pinned to the front of my mind. I was like, Oh, I want to get this done today. Um, and I think sometimes that is, um, a better, Mm, what's the word? A better system for a habit for, for this stage of life, for me, at least when I don't have predictability is just to like pin something or try to remember, like, I want to do this today, no matter what time of day, get it done, whether it's during nap time or during lunch where the girls are watching a show. Um, and I think like the, the word quiet time just gets uh, in our way. <laughs> right. There yeah. is, and I think Bob Goff, um, says, I think it's him. He's like, I have no idea what quiet time is. He's like, my time with God is loud. My time <laughs> with God is laughter. My time with God, you know, all these things. And I'm like, yes, Bob Goff, you and I are friends. I know. It's like, are we? <laughs> but that's your seven coming out. You know, isn't for, it? <laughs> for sure is. If it's not fun and exciting, I'm really not that interested in it. Uh, <laughs> But, so then, yeah, so there's just not a lot of time for a true everyday at 5am habit, but yep. there's grace there. And I think God knows and God is like, yeah, sure. Like, come to me. I'm here. Like, he's like, not stressed about it. Um, yeah. <laughs> isn't that funny that we get more stressed about our quiet time than I probably God does. <laughs> so, <laughs> But it's so true, right? I mean, yeah. I think, well, and I, you bring up some really good points, Lindsay. I think the first point is, Many of us don't even think about our life with God or even our habits in terms of seasonal, mm. right? right? Like what, what is it? I mean, for, for pastors, uh, are, we have this sort of, um, we have this rhythm of the year. Mm. So you kind of, the summer is kind of a low point and it ramps up, you know, once we hit September, it's like a full on sprint to Advent. Mm -hmm. We enter kind of the doldrums of the winter. Yeah. Then we sort of race towards Easter. And then it's usually the summer is a lot lower. Mm -hmm. and so even realizing that during those fuller, busier seasons, sometimes I have to rethink on what, what it looks like to have healthy life with God in those times, right? Yeah. It might not be the get up at 5 a.m and, you know, spend, you know, an hour in prayer and reading scripture, it might be something that's a little bit more, um, yeah, it might be walking more, it might be doing something that fits well with the season I'm in, with the surroundings that I have, with the weather cooperation. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, but I, I agree. I think that my sense is a lot of people don't ever necessarily feel the permission to, you know, to get outside of that quiet time mm -hmm. mentality. Like, oh, I just need to be quiet and yeah. read my Bible and pray. When in reality, it's like, I love talking to people. I think, I think it's Cindy Culp. I think she said when she prays, she's on a treadmill and she's yes. like, like worshiping and praying. And I'm like, that's like, I love the permission that that gives. And yeah. 
And I think that's sort of the heart behind this conversation, just giving permission to say, yeah, like don't, especially with how weird things are right now, (laughs) I feel like the greatest gift we can have is gentleness and kindness to ourselves in this to say like, man, and I love the way you frame that, you know, God's not like, where have you been? He's like, (laughs) oh, I'm here. Like, you know, I I love to spend time with you, but I also understand that things are kind of wild and crazy right now. And I'm, I'm present, like I'm not going anywhere. Um, so yeah, I, I think that that's really helpful. So it's interesting, right? Like I'm this, I'm not, uh, traditionally I'm not a habit guy. Um, I, I'd say if you looked at the first, the first 30 some years of my life, 31, 32 years of my life, uh, habit would not necessarily be a word that I would use to describe, uh, what my life with God looks like. And I feel like over the last nine to eight years, that is a word that I would Mm. use to describe. And it's not, I didn't become a monk. Uh, I just realized that for me, I had to put things down on the calendar and I also have to reevaluate those things on a, on like every three month basis. And so Mm. I might be praying a certain thing or a certain way for a month or two months or three months. And then I re I evaluate, like, how did that Mm. go? man, that was a terrible idea. I need to stop this Hmm. and try something different. And so that's good permission too. Yeah. I mean, imagine that, you know, (laughs) God is faithful and unchanging, but he's okay. If we figure out ways that we're connecting better with him, Uh like even thinking there's been seasons where the best thing I can do is be loud and obnoxious with the Lord and like just worship and act like a wild person. And then there's other, there's other seasons where I just feel like, I just need to be quiet. Mm. I just need to listen. I need to put myself in a position where I'm just hanging out with Jesus and I don't have to, I don't feel any need to say anything. Yeah. Um, I just seek his presence. And so, yeah, I feel like that's been, that's been kind of some interesting. Yeah. I feel like you're giving, you're giving some good permission and even just understanding the rhythms and seasons of our year. Like I, I, I agree winter, I feel so much more spiritual and uh, contemplative in the winter months. Like, yes. I don't know why. I just I, do. It's the cold, cozy. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I am excited this year. And maybe this is like a preview for some, for hopefully something that happens. Um, Scott Erickson, one of our favorite artists at Renew, if you weren't aware, <laughs> he did the art for our Lent um not Lent. Was it Lent? No. It's part of experience Lent. we did around Lansdale. When was that? That was, was that last year? That was in April. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, okay. anyway, he's coming out with a new book, um, for Advent. So Ooh. I'm hoping to do a, maybe a book group or just uh, read it and let's get together and talk about it. But it looks really good. I already pre-ordered it. It should be here <laughs> next month. <laughs> just in time for advent (laughs) yes i love rhythms like that too like and that's not even i don't know like a rhythm but it's like just something i can partner with god in doing um like a book club or yeah i don't know i'm always interested in bringing more people into my rhythms and my uh formation it's uh, boring to do it by yourself right (laughs) (laughs) well and i think that that's part of it is like a lot of times our habits are very self, um, mm. self-focused and, and that's not always a bad thing. Like I think there needs, but I think there needs to be a balance, yeah. right? Like where is, where's that space where I'm developing communion with, I'm, I'm in communion with Christ and where's that space where there are others in communion with me, with Christ. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I feel like having one or the other only can be potentially uh, unhealthy, but I feel like we have to have that healthy balance of saying, yeah, like where, you know, where are the times that I'm getting together with, um, a few people and just having life-giving conversations and uh-huh. laughing, you know, uh-huh. where are the times when I'm worshiping with others? Uh, and also where are the times when I am just being quiet before the Lord yeah. and just, yeah. you know, cultivating, uh, even listening to the spirit as I read scripture. Um, but then reading scripture in house church or in community, like that just brings a whole new facet to, you know, what it looks like to follow Jesus. And so yes, I feel like that's super, super, super helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what does like, I mean, even if you're just thinking like super practically, you know, what, like, what do you feel like healthy expectations and rhythms look like for you in the fall? Mm. Ooh, that's good. Um, I think this fall, I am going to need to carve out time, that alone time, whether it's quiet or not is to be debated. (laughs) But um, I think with homeschool and with a toddler, um, that that time is going to be necessary for my mental and spiritual health. (laughs) Um, So that might look like carving out a half an hour in my studio. Um, I like I process and uh, formate form the formational time happens, um, mm. paint and fibers and, um, all sorts of materials. Um, so yeah, for the fall, I'm, I, I'm going, I think I'm going to have to make that a priority. And I think a lot of, uh, teaching parents <laughs> are going to have to, I would hope do that as well. I think we have to remember that we have to take care of ourselves and our relationship with God before we can impart that, um, to our kids. Mm, so, yeah, that's really I think good. That's really- <laughs> part of <Good>. the fall. <laughs> yeah. That's good. That's what, really helpful, What are your rhythms looking like this fall? Do you think? <laughs> can you, you yeah. guess? Because you know, we can yeah. guess what 2020, the rest of 2020 is gonna be like. <laughs> Sharknado. Or or is that when I was in California, it would be uh rattlesnakes riding mountain lions. Oh that, that would be the rest of it. Uh <laughs> yeah. So a couple things. Um this is really practical. Like I, I, I really refresh. Uh, and I think that's actually a really good question too, when it comes to formation, like where do you find rest, Mm. replenishment Mm -hmm. and encouragement? Um, and so for me, a couple things like this is going to sound different, but I, there's, I have an hour a week that I have devoted to just reading scripture. My kids are Mm. older, so Mm -hmm. I have a little bit more time. Like I read in the mornings, but just to have an hour to soak, um, for me, that happens on Mondays. Um, and then, uh, the other thing that really refreshes my soul and gets me super pumped is I love to read theology. And so mm. there's a couple theologians that I'm reading right now, um, that are old and gone, but have a lot of really important things to say. And so I carve out a half hour to an hour a week just to sit and read theology. There's nothing on the agenda. I'm not taking notes. I'm just reading. I'm just letting yeah. myself soak. Um, mm in some deeper waters. Um, so those are two things that are really focused on just, uh, allowing space for my mind and my, my, my soul to kind of wander and to, to just play. Um, so that's it. Uh, fishing is super yeah. important. Uh, being by the water is such an important thing. Um, also, uh, and, and that's, that might not happen every week, but 
at least twice a month. I feel like that's really important. And then in terms of my daily rhythm, it's, uh, connecting with the, uh, the 7am prayer group, uh, that's happening. Um, and normally I spend, this is going to sound super spiritual, but, um, Mm -hmm. I set a timer for 10 minutes before it starts and I just sit in silence and just hang out with Jesus before we get started. And it's, it's awesome. Um, because it, it has no productive value. Um, and yeah, and, and those are really like the big ways that I feel like formation. And I, I like the fact that it's relational uh-huh. where I'm with others, but I also have some things that I've cultivating in, in my own heart and soul too. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, and there's stuff outside stuff inside. Um, and yeah, I mean, I think, I think a lot of it too, is like, I try to think through, you know, we're whole people with sort of, um, compartmentalized areas, right? Like we have a physical body, we have a spiritual body, we have an intellectual body and we have a, uh, um, an emotional body. And one of the things that I'm finding important is like, which, which of those rings or which of those places feels like it, it's a little anemic and needs some, Uh some vision. And so Mm -hmm. I might put a goal, uh, or two or a habit in one, at the most two, but at the, at the least one and never all four areas at a time. Uh Um, because I think I'm coming to recognize that, uh, there's only a certain amount of hours in the day and a certain amount of days in the week. And so just realizing I can't, I can't get it all done, but here's the one thing that I want to be focused on in the next few months. Yeah. So, and this is coming from someone who had zero habits <laughs> about eight or nine years ago. So it can happen. It can. It can. Okay. I've, do I have to turn 40 first? <laughs> Robert, well, you just don't have to have toddlers first. I think <laughs> right. that's kind of the idea. Um, or if you do, you're habit- 40, I should be good. <laughs> <laughs> or you just have to have habits that take into account, you know, and I think too, like Lindsay, my guess is as, you know, as a mom, like the struggle is real, right? Like you, you have this deep heart for God that you want to continue to cultivate. And yet there are these two beautiful distractions Uh who who just love being around you and all (laughs) the other things that you have to, that you have to you know, um, juggle yes. with that. It's true. So how, how would you want to encourage moms who are thinking like, yeah, we started homeschooling this year too. Yeah. And I don't have a minute to myself. I think it really is. And I said this on a past episode, but it really is a reframing of your situation. Um, now, you know, there are asterisks here that God does not I, well, okay. This gets very complicated if you think about it too hard. I don't think God puts us in hard situations, but I do think he is there with us when they do happen. Anyway, homeschooling might be really hard, but um, if we reframe it as an opportunity to really connect with our kids and um, during the season, I think, so Tim Culpet, we'd I had asked for wisdom at House Church a few weeks ago, and he prayed that we would be jealous for our kids. And that was really powerful to me that like during the season, I need to be the jealous parent for my kids attention, for their education, for all these types of things. And so I think reframing it as this opportunity to really connect with our kids um, when it, life is usually like super busy and people are running all over and you, you, you know, in a traditional school, you're not going to, you know, see them for six hours a day, but now we're all together. And I think to see that as a blessing is really the like redirect and refocus, um, that I'm probably going to need on the daily. (laughs) And yeah, just the constant remembering that 
God is with us. He's not dropped us off here um, to deal with all these new uh, situations by ourself. Um, and he's, he's in it with us and he'll use it for good. Mm. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah. I, I just get this image like God's not a helicopter parent and he's not a parachute parent. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's really helpful. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I think, I think that's, I feel like that's such, there's a lot of kindness in your voice when it comes to that. And I think that that's helpful for folks. I, you know, part of me just wonders, you know, and questions are really big and renew. I think, I think JR really helped us uh, and your husband, Michael helped us develop a love for questions Uh and question asking. Uh And, and I feel like, like some of those questions that we need to wrestle with as we enter into the fall, you know, what, what, what are the big questions for you that you feel like followers of Jesus need to wrestle with entering into the fall when they're thinking about habits Mm. or disciplines? Well, I think, um, and I'm so used to this question because I have toddlers is why I <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. That's good. That's really but like, good. I think it's questioning ourselves as to like, why am I being hard on myself about this? Why, um, am I avoiding doing it? Like, you know, it's kind of no matter which way you're coming at it, just kind of ask and be gentle with yourself. Just like, why, like, why do I, do I feel like I have to do this so I can post about it on Instagram or, um, am I doing this to really genuinely connect with God? Am I, um, yeah. Am I like just trying to make myself better or am I trying to actually be more like Jesus? Um, so yeah, I think just constantly questioning why we're either doing something or not doing something, um, and sitting with the answer and not beating ourselves up about it, but maybe making a new path or a new direction or asking a friend to join in any of those things, um, could be helpful. (laughs) What was the question? (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. Like what, what questions? Yeah. But I think, yeah. What is the question? I think you answer well, because the question is you start, you start with why, you know, like, why am I doing this? Why am I avoiding this? You know, why, why is this important? Why should this be important? Why has it not been important? Um, Mm -hmm. I feel like all those things are really helpful because they bring us to a place of, um, being able to assess where we are. Um, I think one more thing, when I feel like I fall off a habit, I, um, I was introduced to this type of praying, um, called the Emmanuel prayer. Mm. And it's been really formational for me and it's, um, writing, um, a prayer. Well, I guess, I guess it's called, yeah, it would be a prayer, but from God's point of view. Um, so there's five prompts and, um, and the way I did it, I wrote a paragraph for each prompt. You don't have to do it that way. Well, maybe you do. I don't follow the rules. So, so. <laughs> I'm not going to tell someone else to follow my rules that I made up. Anyway, the five prompts are, and if you want to get a penny, I mean, you want to write these down because it's, it was really, it's a really good thing to do. I think, um, the five prompts are, I see you, I hear you, I understand, I'm glad, and I will always. Mm. And you write a paragraph, um, starting with each of those lines from God's point of view. So God, er, like in mind, he's writing to Lindsay and he says, I see you, I see you take care of your girls. And I won't read the whole thing that I've written down, but, um, it's a good refresher and I feel like grace giver. (laughs) Mm. Um, and I think it can be do it. Don't do it alone. Like share, share your prayer after you've done writing it with someone else, because it can be easy for us to project, um, negative thoughts 
from God to us, which is not how he sees us. So make sure you share it with someone so they can be like, yes, that's good. Or no, you're beating yourself up. Um, but <laughs> either way, it's really, really impactful. And I think it's something I like to use um, when I start beating myself up over falling out of a habit or um, just not sticking with something to just reframe and remember and remind myself how God actually does see me mm. um, and not that he's, he's not beating me up. <laughs> so why should I be beating myself up? <laughs> That's good, Lindsay. I think I appreciate too the fact that there is there's this beautiful way to bring in some creativity into Ooh. that too. And just to have I think sometimes it's really easy to see ourselves through our eyes, mm-hmm. but to take a step back and have the perspective of seeing ourselves how God sees us. Yeah. And, you know, and start in Genesis one, you know, you mm-hmm. are, you know, created in the image of God. You're an yeah. image bearer. Um And I think that when we start there, it really helps to reframe, you know, back to, I love that word that you're using, (laughs) but it helps us to reframe, uh, maybe what, what we're experiencing, what we're going through in that moment and maybe get a different perspective, a God's eye view, so to speak of what's actually happening. It sounds really powerful. And I know, I know you, you and I have chatted about that before and that Uh I know for you, that's been a really, uh, really sweet time with the Lord. Yeah. I think it might be time to do it again. The last time I did it was in April. Now that I'm looking at my notes. So (laughs) it's always a good time to do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And again, I think I don't want to speak for you, but if anyone's interested, contact Lindsay, you know, and I'm sure some of the stuff will be in the show notes, but yeah, I I would even, if if you wanted to read mine before writing your own, I would definitely, um, email mine to you. Um, if you want to read how God sees me, (laughs) um, and just for some inspiration, I think it is, I mean, it is a bit of creative license to put words in God's mouth, but do fact check it with a friend just to make sure. (laughs) I love that little disclaimer. (laughs) Make sure you check this with someone. Yes. Well, because right, because even in that, I think it could really point out some things that we're, we're missing, you know, or things that, things that we may see that someone else says, that doesn't sound like God, you know, right. At least. Yeah. That's great. (laughs) Excellent. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Well, how would you want to send us out today, Lindsay? What's an encouragement? Oh, um, Hmm. That's interesting. Um, I think we're all doing really good. Like, (laughs) like, and I, I don't know. I mean, I mean that in the sense is like, you know, there's still bad stuff happening and the world is, uh, falling apart still in places, but like God's with us. And I think that's, I mean, that's the point of the manual prayer. It's not about Christmas time. It's about God with us. Um, that's the, that the name means. Uh, <laughs> so, um, I think it's, my encouragement would be that God is with you in every moment of every day. And once we start realizing that our whole lives become a lot more holy, um, and it's something I like to ponder on and think about mm. it's every moment. <laughs> yeah. It's <That's> good. <laughs> That's really good. Uh, um, and are we going to do our in-between question? <laughs> We have to. I mean, I feel like that's just an important thing. Yeah. So I'll ask you first, how have you seen God in between? Yeah. Well, I would say in the last, in the last few weeks, I have seen God in the in-between with cuddles with my daughter on the couch. I have just, 
Um, I have loved being a dad of a little girl. Mm. It has been, and she's not a little girl anymore. <laughs> I um, did not recognize her at baptism. I mean, we had her mask on, but like, yeah. the hair, the yeah. makeup, I was like, yep. wow. <laughs> yeah, she's she's beautiful. She is, she um, is. And I'm, I'm just hoping the boys don't notice yet. Uh, <laughs> Maybe masks are a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking about that from a father's perspective. I was like, you know. This ain't too bad. You know, kids um, with braces this year really made out because like no one's, no one's seeing well, their faces. And that's the thing too. Like she got her braces off yeah. just a few weeks ago. Wow. And like, I, I think I've just, I've just loved, and I love her adventurous spirit. Like mm. she just teaches me a lot about Jesus. And, and I mean, Lindsay, she, like she's a creative, she, yeah. she thinks differently about the world. And she, I just, I find myself so grateful to have her in my life and just to be able to be like, that's, that's my girl. Oh, that's it's such a blessing. And and yeah. I love the way she, you know, <laughs> we, we like went over to someone's house a, co- a couple of weeks ago or last week and we just picked up a bunch of like crap from their backyard. <laughs> but I was like, I think we can use this. And she was like, just in there getting dirty and helping me out. And, um, and I'm just really grateful. I feel like I've just learned a lot about the way that God, like pursues me in mm. the way that I just feel like my daughter just loves spending time with me. It's just yeah. been such a, such a blessing. So awesome. how, about, how about you? Um, so I have um, started following on Instagram, a few um, women who, how do I say this? Now this is sounding worse than it. It's not bad. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I'm building this up to something that it's not. Uh, women who um, commune with God through dance. Oh, cool. And I've only ever really experienced Emily and her beautiful dancing at church. And um, I just love, I mean, I commune with God, commune with God through art and like, but it's usually paintings and things like that. But like watching, there's a few girls I follow who just dance as their prayer. And it's just inspiring. Um, I haven't, uh, gotten the, the, um, bravery yet to try it myself and especially not posted on Instagram, but uh, (laughs) it really is thought provoking, um, and been, uh, a back and forth between God and I about, you know, our bodies and, um, using them for prayer and rejoicing and just a a more physical sense of spirituality, I think is something I'm pondering on. And, um, yeah, so it's been fun to watch on Instagram and it's been a little bit like, you should maybe try this. And I'm like, (laughs) Ooh, that's, I'm not connected to my body that way, but (laughs) not super graceful either. So it might not be good, but anyway, it's been, it's something to explore. I think, um, and a bunch of them are in our in a creative community that I'm involved in, and uh, it's been neat to see them grow in their dance, which I think is really interesting. That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you later. <laughs> that was see bad. you <laughs> next time. Yes. <sighs> Joe, we're just out of practice. We'll get this thing yeah. squared away, and <laughs> yeah. All right, see you later, Doug. (laughs)